Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 502, recorded live on Saturday, March 4th, 2017. And here are your hosts, the man who's got a mug filled with hot chocolate, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who's got a Star Wars mug filled with hot coffee, Andy Lowe. Hi. A Star Wars mug with coffee? Yes. Okay. It is my ceramic travel mug. Ah, I have a, a... Michigan mug. It, it's really like a Michigan transplant mug, I, I guess, because it, it has the state on it, the lower and upper peninsula, and then behind it is the uh, like circle with words on it of born and raised, implying that this is for someone who has been born and raised in Michigan. <laughs> but the, the cup is not actually in Michigan. It's here so in wait, Wisconsin. You have a mug filled with hot chocolate. Mind you, you know, I always call it hot cocoa. But sure, hot cocoa. That doesn't have a lid on it, and it's it's by your computer setup. Yes. Do you Part- do you never like have liquids near your computer? Oh, I do, but I have a lid on my mug here. That's no, what- I I've never had like liquids. Uh, had had I've never paid attention to it. I have had containers of all sorts. I've had containers of all sorts spill onto my keyboard and mouse. This is actually why I have my current mouse is because the last one got fried I by either coffee or Coca-Cola, you. one of the two. I don't know what to tell you, Andy. They are not all on the same level as where my keyboard and mouse are. So if I'm ever reaching for the mug, it is with the intent of reaching for the mug. I never like brush it while going for something else. Of course, I say that now. And thank you. You've probably now jinxed it. I feel like this is like part of my IT and radio engineering attitude that it's just like open beverages plus electronics is not good. All all my beverages now since I've been working have always had a cover on them. Had some sort of lid or cover? Yep. <laughs> or have been away from electronic equipment. Like yes, you know, I still have the yep. cans of Mountain Dew. Those don't have a lid cuz they're a can. Yeah, well, they have a lid until you break it. Yes, until you break the seal. <laughs> um, I always leave those away from said electronic oh, see, devices. People people come to, to my classes and they say like, hey, you know, if I've got like a drink, do I need to step out to have it? Because we have computers on all of the desks. I'm like, no, why would you do that? That's silly. Sit down and drink it. <laughs> I have seen people spill coffee into literally tens of thousand dollars worth of equipment. I have spilled a can of Dr. Pepper on a Lenovo laptop. That also, yes. It, it stopped turning on. <laughs> I, I I could see that. Dr. Pepper too. Oh, because all that sugar is just gonna... Yep. Ugh. It stopped turning on. wonder if I can just look up radio spill. If, uh... No, not... Liquids. Oh, that's not. This is not helpful. But yeah, no, it's just. I just hate you know the the people spilling things on things. Hence lids. Sorry, that's one of the one of my new pet peeves. Liquids near computers. <laughs> Lick un, uncovered liquids near computers. I've had bowls of cereal. I've had cups, mugs, cans. I've had pint glasses on my computer desk. This is, I think, my new favorite way to torment you now. <laughs> you just, just said you realize, like, every time we've recorded, this is now 502 episodes, and every time we've recorded where I've been like, hang on, I want to get something to drink, it has always been in a container without a lid. Okay, the, the thing, though, is this really hasn't bothered me except for, like, the last three, three and a half years. Okay, so, like, the last hundred episodes. Yeah, I think December 2013 is when it started to bug me. I see. Well, as I said, good to know. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if this piece of equipment literally cost $40,000, you got to be careful with it. Just a little bit. The new stuff now, though, is just amazing. Like, literally, it's pretty much plug and play. So, you know, if somebody spills something on there, I could probably fix it for only maybe, you know, three or 4000 So that would be okay. That's actually still a lot, though. Yeah, no, it's still a lot, but <laughs> rather than, you know... That's what, that's what, I mean, if it's, if you're thinking about it for work, at least that's what insurance is for, right? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yes. Okay, so you do have insurance. Yes, yes, we do. Okay. 
And it's not like Geek Squad or something. No. No, it's not. It's actual insurance that probably covers things like spills. Somewhere along those lines, yes. Okay. So, sorry, now we should probably talk about something else so I can get, you know, less okay. apprehensive. <laughs> Are you doing anything for Lent this year, Andy? Oh, shoot, that already started, isn't it? That that did start. You live in uh, Michigan. Didn't you realize when all the punchkis went on sale for Tuesday? Oh, yeah, no, the the Sweetwater's Donuts, the, the you know, the best donuts in town, uh, sure. came in and dropped off two dozen punchkis this morning on, on oh, Fat wow. Tuesday. Yeah, hopefully not this morning. That would just be no. mean. Yeah, no, they dropped him off on Tuesday. I uh, most like, of what them did you were give up plant unhealthy food. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so they're thinking the the herby bread I had last night probably also would not count. Nope. Oh, you had herby bread. Yeah, Brian and Beth were uh, in town to see a movie. I want to go to Herbelli's. Well, you have a gift card now. We can actually segue this because that gift card was because Samsung did not announce the S8 at MWC. Yes, but they did. They teased it. They didn't have an event about it. No, the event's coming this month. And they teased it, which is what I said like two weeks ago or last week when we were looking at what was going to come in MWC. You're like, oh, no, they're not doing anything with S8. And I'm like, no, they'll do something. So I am doubly right. Yay. That one wasn't a bet, though. No, that wasn't. That was just uh, icing on the cake. Yeah. So now I have Urbelli's Gourmet Pizzeria Italian Bistro and Pub. I have a gift card. But uh, we do have a topic, which is kind of like the recap of MWC. Oh, well, then let's talk about that. Which, let me tell you, the two oddest phones that were announced at MWC, one was the BlackBerry, and two was the Nokia phone. Yep, I knew you were going to go there. Because, <laughs> for goodness sakes. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> yeah, the the Nokia, what, like 8810 or something like that? 3310. 3310, eh, almost the same thing. Yes, if you Which, think about the classic 90s Nokia phone, that's the one that they're rebooting. Still has an actual physical keypad. Still has, you know... A, a sc- month of battery. Yeah. And it has Snake. <laughs> it has Snake. Oh, God, I remember playing Snake so badly. You remember it badly? You remember playing it badly? Or I remember, remember playing that so, so much. well. Playing Snake a lot, which is, yeah. I think, what you really meant. Yes, that's what I meant, yes. Playing Snake okay. a lot is what I meant, yes. There's there's nothing badly about that. No. You say, I want something badly, not I remember it badly. Oh, Snake. I wonder where that came from. How bad do you want it? I don't know. Google that. There's probably somebody I'm, on there who's got I'm some sort to. of... I'm about to. I'm just, I'm curious. Um, origin of how bad do you want etymology (laughs) of how bad do you want it? God damn, like the first three links are just how bad do you want it? (laughs) That's but like they're ads asking you how badly do you want something? Where does the phrase come from? Meaning and origins of English phrases. There we go. Nope, it's not there. Uh, how sharper than a serpent's tooth is it to have a thankless child? What? <laughs> oh, it's from King Lear. Okay. Uh-huh. Ahoy polloi. I, I found a really interesting website, Andy. Yeah? You're just going to leave it at that? Yeah. Well, it's it's phrases.org.uk, and it's just a, it, it's a list of a hairy eyeball. That's a phrase? Lance lowered, made with partially lowered eyelashes. Usually indicates suspicion or hostility, but may signal other emotions too. He gave me the hairy eyeball. Interesting. Uh, Andy, take me somewhere else, because otherwise I'm going to keep going with this. Um, Well, okay, so there was the new BlackBerry phone that was announced, which, you know, has a physical keyboard. The BlackBerry Key 1. 4.5... Oh, sorry, you don't get a... um, 4.5, 4.5, or no, you do. I'm trying to look at the convenient the, the things here. Actual physical keyboard, Google Voice search, 4.5 inch touchscreen on there. So if you want a physical keyboard on your smartphone, looks like BlackBerry is the only option now. Yeah, but you and I were, were staunch proponents of a physical keyboard. Yes. I'm okay without one at this point. How about you? It's been taking some getting used to. 
kind of like learning how to to type all over again. You know, when you first yeah. start out, it's just bad. But like any other skill, it gets better with practice. Mm-hmm. The more you type on the phone, the more you get used to it. Besides, do you really want to be that curmudgeon? I don't know. It's, it's like the guy want... who insists that typing on a typewriter is better. You can I... feel the keys move. <laughs> like your mechanical keyboard? Mm, mechanical keyboard. I actually don't really care as much about it. Like, I got it because I wanted to try and see, but I, I really don't care. <laughs> so I don't know things... if my next keyboard will be a mechanical keyboard. You know what's going to be interesting, though, is the QWERTY layout of a keyboard. Yeah. Originally was developed in 1868. Do yep. you think that QWERTY layout is going to be around in 2068? 2068? Yes. Do you think the QWERTY keyboard is going to last 200 years? If, if, yes. So it, it, it's a yes if. Yes if keyboards are still around. So do you think keyboards are still going to be around in another... That I don't know. <laughs> in another, another 60 50 years? years. 50, oh yeah, 50 years, dang. Yeah, we're 2017, Andy. Will keyboards last for another 50 years? Uh, that I don't know. If they do, if that is still the primary method of interacting with a computer, yes, it will still be QWERTY. If for no other reason, then all of the millennials will refuse to learn anything else. And I'd like to point out, there's a lot of millennials. Yeah, there are a lot of millennials. So yes, if there are still keyboards in 50 years, it will be a QWERTY keyboard. Sorry, I just Wanna blew my... Want to make a bet? I, ooh. 50-year bet. 50-year <laughs> bet. So that would be episode number... Andy, we are not going to be doing this for 50 more years. <laughs> I don't know where the upper limit is. We're not doing this for 50 more years. We could hit episode 3000 at that point. <laughs> and then just release the entire archive. God, the archive already is getting pretty large. If you just look yep. at the raw file size, which I'm Laura's now actually... suggesting that in, in 50 years we just do a special like RA podcast reunion. <laughs> Yep, I, I make the statement, if keyboards exist in 50 years, they will be QWERTY keyboards. Well, I'm looking at the current file size for the entire 13.5 gigabytes for our currently entire episode backlog. Uh, so yeah, what else happened at MWC? Uh, so yeah, there was no official S8. Uh, Samsung it's released the, the new tablet. Kind of going after, you know, the, the tablet plus, I think they're also trying to go after the Surface because the mm -hmm. tablet's got a uh, pen as well. And everybody talked about fifth gen cellular service, even though it hasn't been finalized yet. Yeah. But everyone's getting ready for 5G. Yeah. Is that what the G is supposed to be is gen? Yes. It's supposed to be generation. Okay. Which some of the engineering okay. guys call them. Uh, Gen 3 and Gen 4 when they were talking about cellular connections. So Gen 3 was the 3G and Gen yes. 4 is LTE. Yep. And Gen 5 will be who knows what because it hasn't been finalized yet. Yes, that is true. But, you know, they're really showing off that harbor going like, look what we could do. But look at all the things that we might be able to do depending on what people decide. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, the... Uh, the the world expos from like the the 40s 50s and 60s where it's like look at what the future holds for us atomic powered cars god what a terrible idea <laughs> as as evidenced that we can all see in fallout and the fallout series atomic powered cars is just a really bad idea so that was pretty much is that that the MWC? There wasn't a whole lot this year. No, no, there wasn't. Which you know, because there's the, there wasn't really any big iPhone announcements. There wasn't big you know Samsung's thing there. LG put out a new phone, the G G six. I don't know. I didn't pay any attention to what LG was doing this year. Yeah, LG's G six. Moto came out with the G five and the G five plus. Um, BlackBerry had their phone. It's just, so it you know, sounds like not, not a whole lot. No, no, there wasn't. A lackluster MWC. The biggest news to come out of it was a phone from 20 years ago. Yeah. That's, that's, that just kind of sums up how lackluster MWC was. Yep. Well, okay then. So speaking of phones, there are some iPhone 7 rumors getting dropped. 
Oh, iPhone 7, huh? Or, sorry, iPhone 8. I thought so, because the 7 yeah. was the one that Seven's already out. 8 is the yeah. next one. Like, that's uh, some interesting rumors there, Andy. <laughs> rumors for a phone that's already come out. Yeah. I mean, there could still be, let's let's be real, there could still be rumors, because, like, they could be updating it, they could be providing something, it, it could have a secret headphone jack that no one knew about. <laughs> <laughs> so what are these iphone 8 rumors uh the iphone 8 top of the line phone will cost over a thousand dollars whoa okay well put that in mind you know the iphone 7 plus with 250 gigabytes of storage was 969 so it's not that much of a jump to go from you know iphone 7 plus at 969 to iphone 8 at over a thousand that just you know it's not that much of a surprise uh the aluminum back is going to get replaced with uh, glass, so you can do wireless charging. Okay. Wait, can't you do wireless charging with an aluminum body anyway? Metal messes with the... Uh, uh, that's why everyone else uses plastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the transformers okay. don't work... They, they can work with metal in there, but it seriously screws everything up. It's going to heat the aluminum. All right. So uh, we'll do a glass back. Yep. Virtual home button. So they won't have a physical button on the front of the screen, which this sounds like the same thing with, you know, the Samsung Galaxy 8. Uh, they're going to increase the water resistance, which, you know. Still waiting to hear about a headphone jack. Yeah, no, there is none. Well, damn. And uh, they might be getting rid of the lightning charger. Wait. That's big. Yeah. That, I, I saved the best for last. <laughs> I, that feels like you were trying to sneak that one in there, which I think is what Apple is trying to do. They got rid of what? They're, it looks like they're going to get rid of the lightning connector. And use USB 3 instead? USB-C. USB-C, rather? Yes. That's going to piss off a huge number of people. Yeah, because how many, how many Apple accessories specifically built for the iPhone. Are you have, sure that you're you're not just looking at like the international version where they're required to do a non-proprietary connector? According to the Wall Street Journal, Apple oh is looking to drop it. Oh. Now, you know, Apple would most likely bundle a USB to C to lightning adapter so you could still use it, you know. Oh, but why would they do that when they could just tell everyone to go buy USB C? And they're still not putting on the headphone jack. No. Still not that so one. They're, they're you'll also still have to go through like USB C to to three point five millimeter. Yeah, getting rid of the lightning connector. God damn it, Apple! First FireWire and now Lightning. Do you remember FireWire, Andy? Yes, I remember FireWire. I had some cameras in high school that used FireWire, and it was impossible to find things for them. Yep. So yeah, so there's that one. There also might be a curved screen iPhone as well, which that just makes me. A, a curved screen. There better be a version of the S8 that doesn't have a curved screen. If not, I'm leaving Samsung. Go for what, the LG G6? I don't know, maybe. Which sounds entirely underwhelming. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I would be literally taking a step back with that. Be like, oh, it's the LG G6. Or you could just buy an, uh, a Samsung S7, which will be way cheaper. That is true. I kept on getting alerts telling me like, hey, you know, if you uh, come in, we'll, uh, you know, we'll drop the, the price of the S7, we'll pay for your taxes, and we'll give yeah. you a year free of Netflix if you go switch to an S7. And I'm like, that's not are... a bad deal. No, I feel like you guys are really trying to push your... Uh... Well, it did win a, so that is something else that came out of uh, out of MWC. We didn't mention that that Samsung, uh, the Edge, the S7 Edge, won like best phone despite being a year old. Should I go for a Pixel though? If I don't have, well, granted, I have oh. to find out what's available on T-Mobile. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I my office mate has a Pixel on Verizon. She likes it a lot, but I I don't know. It looks weird. All right, I'm looking for... Yeah, they currently do not have the Galaxy S7 on their desktop. They say, hey, you can get an iPhone 7 for free. But then talk about a step back. Yeah, iPhone 7 free via prepaid card, plus two lines of unlimited LTE data for $100 a month with auto pay, taxes, and fees included. Granted, that would be paying more for our service. So we'll see. Okay. So other phone news, Samsung news, actually. 
other Samsung news. Yeah, uh, GDC happened. Giant list of topics. Yeah, because GDC happened, and so ah. you know, a bunch of things came we, out of we that. We do one. talk a lot about games. That's that was our bread and butter at the beginning. Yep. All right. GDC. As a there's a fair amount here. Yeah. I, I'm guessing you're about to talk about the Gear VR. Yes, the Oculus and Samsung will add a touchpad controller to the new Gear VR. Okay. I'm surprised that's the news you you went with for Oculus. Oh, oh no, there's for a, the Gear. Yes, the okay. Gear VR is we'll, going to come we'll with use a new this controller. As a springboard. Yep. So the Gear VR has a, an actual controller. So now you plug your phone into this thing and have a controller for it. Yes, it's going to be single-handed use as well, instead of, you know, the normal stick and buttons. It will actually be, you know, one-hand use, and, you know, you can use it uh, two hours a day across 40 days on a pair of AAA batteries. And it will also be compatible with existing Gear VR headsets. So, there you go. Neat. But yeah, no, Oculus. Oculus just made a big announcement this week, too, also via GDC. Yeah, they dropped the price of the Oculus Rift and its touch controllers, $200. I'm excited about that step. So the Oculus Rift and its touch controllers will now cost consumers $598. You still need a PC that's capable of actually running the damn thing. Yes, yes you do. But $200 off. Yep. And it may be a sign, right? Like the the HTC Vive might also drop in price. No, it won't. No? HTC has responded to Oculus's decision to cut the price of the Oculus Rift, yada, 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 explaining that the Vive's performance at market to date makes a price cut unnecessary. This Our is their- thing is so good, we don't need to drop the price. <laughs> This this is their actual quote. We don't feel the need to cut the price of the Vive. We have we've had incredible success and continue to see great momentum in the market. So they yeah they say hey this is we're selling so well we don't need to cut the price. Mm, well but damn they they do know that there might be a problem with the price of the Vive because they have introduced financing schemes. What? You can get financing to buy a peripheral? Yeah, hold on, looking here. Um, Get a Vive for as low as $40 a month. Yep. Okay, so new financing options for Vive are available in North America through Vive.com. The new offer reduces the upfront costs when purchasing. So for North America, you can get 0% financing for six months for a total monthly cost of $138, 0% financing for 12 months for a total monthly cost of $66.58, or 8% financing for 24 months for a total monthly cost of 40% or $40. So yes, they they say we're not Wait, dropping the price. Isn't the 6658 cheaper than the 138? Well yeah, but that's over 6 months. Right, but shouldn't the one that you pay off sooner be cheaper? Let's see 6658 is 798. 138 times 6, 828. Why would I pay an extra $30 to pay it off 6 months? faster maybe you're paying taxes on that the taxes will be the same like one of these is clearly 100 percent a better deal <laughs> well i i don't know what to tell you there there is no trade-off there's no like well it's better in this way but like i i guess the only downside is you have to remember to make the monthly payment for six more months but like that's that's insane why would you do that why would you choose the six month one the whole point of zero percent financing is you keep your money for longer. I I don't know what to tell you. Like, am, am I wrong on that? D- no, that's... It's, it's you pay, like, you, either you don't have the money and you're not worrying about interest, or you have money and you're going to keep it longer, like, and by the way, if, if you, yeah, if you, if you don't have the money where, like, you're worrying about this, you probably shouldn't be buying a Vive. <laughs> Yes. I'm not buying one right now either, because it's, I, like, there isn't enough draw for it yet. I might buy a Switch. Well, good luck with that one because, uh, yeah, they're 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 a little rare right now. Yeah, what's the let's see what the eBay going price is for one of those. Oh God, I hate eBay. Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Switch. Let's see. There's one that's ending in ten minutes. Current bid is four hundred and fifty dollars. Yep. Uh, there's I mean, a Nintendo. It's, it's the price of not standing in line, right? Yeah. There's one that's got seven minutes left. Current bid is four hundred and fifteen dollars. That one does not have the game. Let's see. Seymour Nintendo Switch, thirty-two gigabyte gray console. Brand new lowest price, four hundred dollars. 
or you just wait a couple weeks. You go to Amazon now, buy it, and wait. Yeah, what's yeah? What is the price on Amazon? Nintendo Switch consoles, four hundred eighty-four used and news from four hundred forty-two dollars. <laughs> Oh, Amazon. You're just like eBay now. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to wait. Like I'm definitely not going to buy it right now. Well, especially since what there are like 7 games out for it right now. Right. <laughs> Granted that didn't hurt the Wii at all. The Wii came out over what? Wii Sports and Zelda. And Wii Sports was was pretty damn good by itself. Yeah, by itself. Uh, Switch however, just has essentially a Zelda and its tech demo. It, it does have its version of Wii Sports. That's the one-two switch. Evidently, the controllers, the, the Joy-Cons that they're using, mm-hmm. are really, really good with haptic feedback. Oh, good. So, like, one of the games in, in one-two switch is a, uh, you see a wooden box on the screen. A, a 100% opaque, opaque wooden box. And it is the Joy-Con. So as you turn the Joy-Con, the box moves, right? Yeah. And it's, it's absolute one-to-one mapping. It's really accurate as far as the movements, which is awesome. In the box are some number of marbles. And the game is you need to figure out how many marbles there are by moving the Joy-Con. Huh. That's how good the haptic feedback is. Well, is that should supposed be... To be... It's supposed to feel like you are holding a box with marbles in it. I might have to try it out. There's probably, what, available at nearest Best Buy? Or GameStop. Or GameStop. <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of GameStop, we can segue onto that one. We can? Yeah, because Xbox released or said that they were going to start their own version of Netflix. Okay. So what does that have to do with GameStop? Well, Microsoft you say their own version of Netflix. Are we talking about Netflix Netflix or Netflix for Games Netflix? Microsoft has announced Xbox Game Pass, a service that offers unlimited access to over 100 great Xbox One and Xbox 360 titles as part of a monthly subscription for $10 per month. So $10 a month, you can play whatever of these 100 games you want. Yes. Do they have to ship them to you? No, they're all digital downloads. Oh. Oh. So Xbox announced that, and then GameStop stock probably just dropped like a rock. Let's see, what day did they announce that? February twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Yeah. And they're stuck. It didn't no, that's actually not bad at all. Whatever. Twenty sixth yeah, down it took to a hit, but yeah. I mean, go look at January twelfth to January thirteenth. Oh, that's even bigger. Go look at November where is this? November fourth to November fifth of last year. Or sorry, November third to November fourth. Oof. So yeah, I, like this is nothing. This is a blip on GameStop's stock radar. It, it's not as bad as it was. So yeah, no, Microsoft announced this and GameStop, you know, turn around, my guess is investors were like, uh oh. Yeah, and then they were like, oh, wait, never mind. Because it came, like, it's right back up to where it was a week ago. Mm-hmm. So, whatever? Like, investors went, oh, no, and then they realized that Gamefly did this, too, and it failed. Yeah, well, this one's kind of interesting because there's no EA, Activision, or Ubisoft on that right. list of games. This is all, you know... Because it's all going to be first party or very small party. Yes, because EA's so, I got their own thing, right? The EA Access or whatever it is? Yeah, like, this is silly. If Microsoft doesn't have the right library to do this, it's not worth doing. The library is key. It's like, oh, yeah, it could be and, great, it could be cheap. I mean, like, no way in hell are they going to actually convince other uh, producers to do this, and no way in hell are they going to convince a group like Sony to do it. Yeah, I love the the uh, second to left paragraph from the one I talked about where, you know, people compared it to, okay, you know, how is this actually going to affect GameStop? Yeah. So it said, should GameStop's investors be fearful of the subscription model? Well, yes, but only in the way that they should be concerned about the digital market in its entirety. The physical right. sector remains a multi-billion dollar business. And the success of expensive accessories, the rise of gaming merchandise, and the fact you can't download a console means that it's not about to die anytime soon. Right. So this is mostly just silliness. Mm-hmm. Also, the original announcement on this was the fact that, you know, this would also be available for Windows 10, but that's actually incorrect. It's only uh-huh. gonna be on it's only gonna be on Xbox One. Oh no, that sucks. Yep. So Microsoft is trying to make a big deal out of it. What happened to Microsoft's stock when they announced this? 
I don't know, because Microsoft had a bunch of announcements at GDC. Yep. Uh, Microsoft's five-day, uh, they announced it on, what, like the 28th? Yes. It continued to drop until the 1st, and then it spiked on the 1st, held, held through the 1st, and then dropped on the 2nd. Holy shit, they're up to 64 bucks. See, this is this is the thing about investing in the stock market. Hindsight is twenty twenty. No, don't do short term investments. No, no, don't do. Yeah, no. Warren Buffett definitely. <laughs> that's like one look, of his things. There. Look at Microsoft over the five year period. It's MSFT. Hold on, I was drinking. Oh, geez. Yep. I mean, even if you look at it in the max period, right? There was the dot com bubble in two thousand. Yep. From from that point on, like five year period or fifteen year period in this case, like just long term investments. I should probably actually start saving for retirement. You haven't started saving for retirement? No, no, I haven't. Oh my god, Andy, you need to start sa- <laughs> Andy, I know. You need to start saving for retirement five years ago. <laughs> I literally, like, that's what I'm going to do Monday is email the HR department and be like, so 401k, how does that work? Yeah, do they do they do any matching? No, they do not. Okay, then don't bother with a 401k. Roth IRA? Yep. Yeah. If, if they don't do matching on a 401k, if they don't offer any sort of incentive on it, don't do not do it. Um, there are many other funds that are going to be better off for you. Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> so other Microsoft... Kate, Kate just texted me. <laughs> yeah. And? Saying that she has been saving. <laughs> yes. No, she has. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> good. So Microsoft also announced that uh, about its mixed reality... Augmented uh, reality. Augmented reality sort of thing there. So they're actually literally calling it now the Mi- Windows Mixed Reality Experience. Or the Windows Mixed Reality Program. Windows Mixed Reality. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's the MR is Mixed Reality. Yes. I see. What's the uh, difference between Mixed Reality and Augmented Reality? I don't think there is one. So they just wanted to get away from AR and put in ooh Project Scorpio to get Mixed Reality support in 2018. Is Scorpio still out there? Like, have they done anything, revealed anything, talked about anything? No, but I think they said they might be doing something about uh, E3. Well, given that when you go to Project Scorpio's website, it says coming holiday 2017. (laughs) I'm guessing they're going to announce it at E3, yeah. 4K gaming, 6 teraflops of power. When did the flop become our measure? Okay. Phil Spencer did an interview with IGN uh, while they were at at GDC. Game Pass, Game Pass Library. This is is an interesting statement. Interpret this how you will. This is on the Xbox website for Project Scorpio. Most powerful console builds, etc., etc., and compatibility with Xbox One games and accessories. To me, that implies that this is a different console. Okay, here we go. For Project Scorpio, Phil Spencer teased a pre-E3 reveal, but no plans are solidified yet, or solidified yet. In terms of what the console will look like, Spencer says that it will have a premium look to it, although it should appear familiar to the Xbox family ecosystem. He said that people can also expect a premium price. Ooh... I call it a premium console because I want people to be clear that the customer we're building that for is the premium gaming customer, the person who buys the majority of the games, the person who's playing the most games, spending the most hours, spending the most dollars. It's like our elite controller. I call that a premium controller. I don't want to get people confused that somehow Scorpio is the thing that's going to take over the Xbox line. We're going to sell the Xbox One S, and that's going to be a majority of the consoles. So it looks, he's... <laughs> he's trying to prep people for a $1,000 price point. Probably, yes. And I looked it up, mixed reality and augmented reality are the same thing. Okay. HoloLens and other quote-unquote mixed reality texts like Magic Leap are pretty much, you know, the same thing. Yep. Well, it's nice to see Microsoft working on, on that aspect, right? The mixed reality, augmented reality, because right now they are the essentially the only game in town. Yeah. Right? They are the only ones doing something about it. Although I did see a very interesting um, YouTube video essay guess. Uh, you, are you familiar with the Game Theories channel? No. 
So a lot of it's just kind of fun bullshit little theories um, uh, about games. But there, there was one that he published for the Switch's release saying his theory about what Nintendo is planning on doing with the Switch. Okay. That why would you make what they made? What is, what, you know, what's the purpose of having a console that is portable that has that much processing power, but is portable, but is, uh, you know, where are they going with it? What are they planning on it? And, hey, look at these interesting patents that uh, Nintendo made for a augmented reality setup. And so he's wondering if the Switch is going to be a, a forehead-mounted VR, AR console. Well, that could be interesting because part of the Microsoft mixed reality of thing was saying that the fact that they were going to bring mixed reality to xbox uh the xbox one family in 2018 right but what if nintendo's beating them to it (laughs) and by you know putting it out here as a gaming console and all of a sudden just coming out going hey oh by the way it also does this yeah hey remember that gaming console that you bought for three hundred dollars well if you buy a hundred dollar headset you can mount it and then you have the joy cons which are these great controllers that provide haptic feedback it's an interesting video i'll I'll add it to the links all right it's a youtube video so it'll you know autoplay if you have that set up i do not so speaking of streaming and youtube and all that sort of things there yeah uh twitch is planning on starting to sell games via its website this year. Yeah, I, I saw that. That sounds like a poor decision on Twitch's part. Well, um, publishers and developers will receive 70% of the revenue, which is in line with other online stores. The streamer... Yeah, that sounds like it's... Uh, oh, yeah. The streamer will receive 5%, and Twitch what? will collect the rest. Huh. The so streamer if you're gets watching, a cut. Yeah, so if you're watching, you know, somebody I worry on, that that's going to commercialize the streams even more than they already are. <laughs> Probably. You know, you sit there and you watch a streamer and they're like chugging away at Monster Energy. You're like, I wonder if they actually paid for that. Well, don't they, do they? I don't remember what the rule was with this stuff there. So there was that whole thing with YouTube and also in Twitch and stuff with, you know, sponsored streams. Yep. Did anything ever come of that or did that, you know, kind of just get. I don't know. And it depends on how you're defining sponsored. If a case of Red Bull shows up at my doorstep, am I not allowed to drink that on the on the stream? I don't know. I don't know what these I mean, rules are you know sure like i I probably can't say like oh man this red bull this is so tasty and delicious and mm -mm." also because it's not because red bull is fucking disgusting uh but it's not bad it is (laughs) andy it is i still love that class action lawsuit against red bull it's just like hey it's a class action lawsuit against red bull what do you get you get more red bull yep so what other news you got on here that you're interested in talking about? Oh, my God. Um, I mean, there's tons of news on here, right? Right? There's, there's things up here. Uh, what's Rovio up to? Uh, Rovio has actually had their best year ever last How? year. How? What did they do last year? Their, I don't know, but their game division revenues rose, rose 40%. Their earnings before taxes and interest grew 640% year on year. All right. Well, then. Yeah. Rovio had a really good year. Gross revenues came in for everything up 34% to 190 million euros. Uh, most of this growth came from previously released games rather than new launches. So Angry Birds 2, Friends, and Pop were identified as three particularly successful titles. All right. Well, that's just crazy. Uh, Google and Google AI. Okay. So we we are aware, of course, Google has been playing around with AI and experimenting with AI. Well, one thing they've done is they've set up an AI experiments website. Yeah, that's where Quick Draw came from. Yep, which is this cute little game. Yeah. Uh, Well, they've got a few other ones on here that are pretty interesting, and I wanted to just put it up there because I discovered it last night. By discovered it, I mean I found it for myself. Um, I mean, clearly other people are familiar with it. Uh, including the AI duet. Have you gotten to play with this yet? No, not yet. I've been, every time I come there, I'm like, oh yeah, quick draw. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's play a play couple of rounds draw. of that. 
Yeah. So Quick Draw is fun. AI Duet is this cute thing where you type on a piano and the computer responds. So it's a call and response duet. Oh, wonder if I could plug in like a USB keyboard to that uh, or a MIDI not keyboard. Probably the website, but you could, uh, the, the source code is there. Oh, yep. You can click the keyboard, use your computer keys or even plug in a MIDI keyboard. Oh, sure enough. There you go. Well, speaking of AI. Yeah. Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers AI. Yes. This is not Google related. This is literally a PhD student at MIT uh, decided to create his own Smash Brothers AI. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The AI nicknamed Philip. <laughs> okay. Philip J. AI, perhaps. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Um, I doubt it. But, like, I doubt that that's why they did it. I don't doubt that you get the joke. I doubt that's why they made the joke. Well, I could. They actually have posted the actual paper based off of this yep. online, so you could read it. Maybe they explain it in there. Um, decided to, you know, make an AI to play Smash Brothers. Well, it wasn't working all that well, so he did the classic machine learning aspect of it where he had it play against itself. Uh-oh. And then he sort of forgot about it for a week while it was <laughs> sitting oh, in. Oh, no. <laughs> Is it but, self-aware yet? No, but, um, it, yeah, he basically forgot about it for a week, just let it just chew on itself playing Smash Brothers. For a week. For a week. How many iterations? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the paper. A week later, I tried playing it and said, oh, my God, I can't beat it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> So he took that to the Genesis 4 tournament, which is one of like one of the main Smash Brothers tournaments, and he had it play 10, you know, top level Smash Brothers people and the AI beat all of them. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. So the the other the the f- he picked Falcon as the character because uh the way their system is set up, it cannot handle projectiles. The way it's reading the information from the uh, the system, because it doesn't okay. actually look at the screen; it's actually reading the raw data coming from yeah the game, which is kind of cheating a little bit. Yeah, because you know it knows the, absolute distances; it knows where things are in relation to each other and the state of things. Humans uh, it, have to interpret that from the screen. Yeah, the human has a response time of about two hundred milliseconds, actually, like looking at the screen and reacting. The computer can do it in 33 milliseconds. Yeah, so that's a huge advantage. Yeah. I'd like to see this AI play the game through a camera. So, yeah, no, somebody has taken machine AI and thrown it at... Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. And it seems to be doing okay. I wonder if anyone's done that for the StarCraft AI bots yet. I don't know. Also, according to some of the players, the bot is a jerk. Yeah. Um, it doesn't care. No, yeah. If <laughs> Normally, like, you know, if a human knocks a player off the side of the screen, they kind of just let gravity do its work. But the uh, bot is a jerk about it, rapidly striking opponents when a courteous human would just let gravity do its work. So <laughs> it would knock you off the side of the stage and then literally pummel you till you die. <laughs> not even... Not even waiting. Knowing, it would, knowing that it's... Well, because it doesn't know, right? It's, yeah. It's a bot. It doesn't know that it already won. So it would it would kick you over the side and then stomp on its opponent. And then if you tried to recover after the first stomp, it would stomp twice. <laughs> Be like, no, you're, you're going you down. No, yeah, you're you gonna, died. You're, you're going to die. That is crazy. So, you know, it's... Uh, that is... Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so if if you they actually posted their actual paper, so if you want to read it, you know you can. Yeah. And they also they also posted their code on GitHub as well. Ooh, so you too can program a Smash Master. Yes. Okay. Um, Pokemon Go. Yeah, this one was an interesting thing there because Pokemon Go was at GDC as part of the Google Developer Day at the conference. There was a Google Developer Day at GDC. Yes. Interesting. Um, so back in September, less than two months after the game's debut, they had racked up more than 500 million downloads, right? Well, Niantic announced at GDC that the current download total is more than 650 million. So many Pokemon Go players. Well, yeah, but okay. So after two months, you hit 500 million. Now, the sep- next 10 months. <laughs> September, October, November, December, January, February, six months, half a year later. Only increased by 150. Yes. 
And how many of those original 600 are still actually playing? That's the excellent question. Yeah, that's they just that was their that was their numbers. That well, that was one of their numbers. The other one was the fact that people have walked approximately 8.7 billion kilometers while playing Pokemon Go. Nice. Which uh, they describe that as a distance just shy of Pluto. Yeah. Well, I can. Yes. I think I can one up that. Yeah. I just I was reminded of a statistic about that because you you know they're like oh man it's walking from here to Pluto. Um, do you know how many years have been played in World of Warcraft? Oh my gosh, probably just tons. Go ahead, go ahead and guess. I'd say a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand years? Yes. You are off by an order of magnitude. Oh jeez. Six million years. Oh jeez. We've collectively spent as much time playing the game since its introduction in 2004 as humanity spent evolving as a species. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's your, your overwhelming statistics for the day. Oh, that's surprising. Um, SpaceX made an, annou- an announcement. Oh? Rather interesting one. Uh, they want to sell tickets in the Dragon 2 spacecraft to go to the moon. Not, not like, landing on it, but just going over to it. Okay. So they're going to pull an Apollo 8 rather than an Apollo 11? Right. But they're selling two tickets. It's not a, like, you have to be a professional. It's, hey, we'll take you to the moon and bring you back. In quarter four of next year, really? Yeah. Keep in mind that the dragon hasn't actually carried humans yet. No, no, it hasn't. And one just exploded not too long ago. Yes, yes, it did. I don't know, Andy. Two tickets. You want to go to the moon? No. No? In a, like, relatively untested spacecraft where if Uh, anything goes wrong, you're kind of just fucked. I have a feeling that they're not going to be in control of said spaceship. The the two people that they're sending? Yeah, I feel like they're just going to strap them in and be like, all right, we'll see you guys in a couple of days. Like you, we, we, we've built two sections of the ship. One section is the real section. One section is where you'll be. Yes. Do not leave this section. Do not touch anything. <laughs> here's your mini bar. Here's your beverage, you know, here's your, your MREs. Here's a few books. Yep. Here's a camera. See you when you get back. Yep. Yeah. Going to the moon next year. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I, oh. Unless these guys are a lot further along than we thought in their launches and their plans. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, no, that's... I feel like this is literally a SpaceX moonshot. Uh, maybe. Maybe, sir. Uh, I, what else? Amazon I, brought down the internet. Oh, yeah, no, I... <laughs> that was work this week, Andy. <laughs> oh, what, our, our stuff was not affected. Okay. There you were some other, you know, web pages Amazon that people were trying to access that were having issues. Hey, why can't I get online? Is that what your phone calls were that day? No, it was like, is there, is there something going on? Because I'm trying to access this web page and it's not working. And I looked at him like, oh, that's one of the ones being affected by Amazon. Like, well, yes, there is something wrong. It's just not anything we can do anything about. Amazon Web Services, the AWS, uh, which a lot of websites use to host their information. A technician made a typo and brought down a significant portion of the internet. Yep. Well, I, I, won't, I won't call it a significant portion. How about a non-insignificant portion? Yes. Is that better? Yes. Okay. Because this wasn't like the DDoS attack that we had, you know, last year. That was a bit crazy. Yeah, but this this was a, a single typo by a technician who, oops. Yeah, meant to take down, I think, like one server and instead took down a lot more. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. That's no good. Oops. Poor Amazon. You're going to get a bad rap for that. Uh, other cool little... I, Among other things I use this this podcast for, Andy, is to distribute what I like to think of as cool little corners of the internet. All right. So I found another one called Data Selfie. I was actually going to ask about that if you didn't touch it, because I've been staring at this going, what the hell is this? This is a, a Chrome extension okay. that is designed to promote awareness of what sort of information you give away. 
Okay. So you install this extension. It runs 100% locally, but okay. it watches Facebook. Gotcha. It watches how you use Facebook. It collects the same data about you that Facebook is collecting. What are you looking at? How long are you looking at it? What are you clicking on? What are you typing? What pages do you go and view? What pages do you skip over? And it collects all of this data and you just let it run for a couple days or a couple weeks and then you go back and you check on it and it presents all of the data to you and not just the data, but the conclusions that can be drawn from that data. OK, like, are you the kind of person who would go for fast food or avoid fast food? Hmm. Well, it is now installed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll see how it goes. All right. I'm, I'm very curious as to what that will be for you. I have not installed it. Um, another cool little thing that just came out, uh, Boston Dynamics announced their new robot. Uh-oh, what does this one do? Um, this one's got wheels as legs. Okay, um, so not a T-800. It's, no, it's uh, six feet tall, can lift 100 pounds, and can jump four feet. Its name is Handle. Handle? Handle. Oh my god, what have they done? Introducing Handle. Oh god, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it does look a little freaky. Which way is its front? Where the little are arms knees are. Bent forward or backward? Knees are backwards. Okay. And it oh god, it, it can move pretty Yeah, it's like a segway. It's like, yeah. you know, if a robot and a segway had a baby. <laughs> a robot and a segway had a baby. Wouldn't that just be a well it would be this, it would be a robot segway. Yep. Oh my god. Oh shit, and it handles uneven terrain. Yep. I think its front is the one without the arms. No, no, it's the it's the part with the arms. Did you see it just go down the stairs? Yep. Uh, maybe it's an enemy's gate is down situation. The front is whichever side you need to be the front. Oh. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> Every time Boston Dynamics puts out one of these videos, I always, like, think about running away from that robot. Yeah, good luck on that one. <laughs> so, like, you know, they, they put out the, the one robot that was, like, the robot dog, and I'm like, well, shit. Now they've got this one, I'm like, well, shit a brick. <laughs> Because you think of the robot dog one, okay, you just jump over a barricade and, you know, you'll be okay. But this one literally just jumped over a barricade, jumped four feet at full speed. Jumped onto a table. Yeah. Handled going downstairs. I don't know if it'll handle going upstairs. That might be this robot's that, weakness. Okay, so that this one, you... <laughs> so... You need to go upstairs, something that's more than four feet tall. So you jump over, you put barricades in front to stop the ones that can't go over the barricades. This one goes over the barricade, but then you go but up then the, it stairs. Stuck on the stairs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I feel that's like. What, so I just need to barricade the bottom of some stairs. I feel like we're in an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> just running away from the Daleks. I swear to God, if Boston Dynamics makes a Dalek, we are just. <laughs> We're dead. It's All coming. Right. It's coming one of these days. I feel like that's the Boston Dynamics April Fool's joke of some year. A Dalek? Yeah, they're just going to put a Dalek cover over one yeah. of their things. Exterminate. Yeah. Uh, Pi Zero W. Yes, the $5 Pi Zero has a version now. It's $10. It's, not, it's $10. It's twice the cost of a $5 Pi Zero. Yes, but this one has built-in... Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Son of a whore. <laughs> so it's got HDMI out, right? Yes. USB, USB. It gets its power through a USB. Dear God. So this is this is a teeny little computer on a stick. Yep. Which, you know, the Wi-Fi really makes it helpful. You know, if you've got to keep track of something, this could do it for you. It connect to your Wi-Fi network. Yep. Well, that's kind of cool. So what could I do with this? If I have a computer that can connect to the Wi-Fi network, uh, I could receive messages from the internet. Yep. And you got your GPIO, so... Control things. Yep. Hmm. So I could make an automatic um, 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 thing. An automatic... <laughs> shoot. What's the th watering thing? Not a sprinkler, but like a, a method Irrigation of system? Irrigation, thank you. Thank I, have some, that... I have some boxes outside, right? I have some plant boxes. And so I could get a moisture sensor. I could hook that into the Pi Zero so it knows the moisture of the soil. But it would also have Wi-Fi access so it could also check the weather and say, like, is it going to rain today? Yes, but before you do irrigation, you need to learn pottery, Dave. Oh... That is a low civilization joke. 
<laughs> was pottery a requirement for irrigation? Yep. Okay. Yep. You have to learn pottery first before you can get to irrigation. But if you farm a resource, you can get irrigation in half the time. Oh, uh, see, so you're doing Civ 6. Yes. I'm, I'm not there right oh. now. I'm, I'm back on like the Civ 2 tech tree right now. <laughs> What are you doing way back there? I don't know. It was a good game. You know, I don't know because I started Civ at Civ 3, so. Oh, well, it's too bad for you. Oh, the Panzer tanks of Civ 3. Oh my god, those were such bullshit. Oh. Like, I'm gonna play Germany and win. <laughs> Blitzkrieg. If you could get to them, then you won. Yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, you would. If someone beat you to it, like if someone killed you before you got there, you do not win. Yeah, no, that's the thing is you just, if you're Germany, you rush the tanks. Yeah, that's they're so the, powerful. That's what you do. Until someone else realizes what you're doing and rushes helicopters. Yeah. And then you're like, well, shit. <laughs> Plus 100 versus tanks. Yep. Okay, randoms? Yes. Let's hit them. Random review absconding Zatwar, I do believe is how is it pronounced? Zatwar. Zatwar. I don't know if there's a, that much of a break between it, because it's one word. Z-A-T-W-O-R, right? Mm-hmm. It's one word. So it's not Zatwar. 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 It is $2 on Steam. Okay, pretty cheap. Uh, a, little, a little cheaper than the game I was reviewing last week. Yeah. Um, you can buy this and its sequel for a total of $3 if you get the Zatwar bundle. But would you like $3 to get slapped in the face randomly? No. Because that's what this game feels like. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I get $3 and get slapped in the face? No, no, you pay $3 to get slapped in the face. Oh, then definitely no. Yeah, that's... I mean, getting $3, then, then we have to start talking about, like, how hard of a slap is this? How often will it happen? Pay $3, No. What was that game that was like Hexcell or something or Super Hexagon where, you know... Super Hexagon. It was a great game. Where you might last for, what, 20 seconds? Yeah, I love that game. Well, that's along can, the line... I can live like a minute. Yeah, no, that's that's sort of like this game. Some of these levels, you might... Because <laughs> it's, it's a stealth puzzle game. So, okay. you know, you, you start on one side and you have to get to the other side without getting caught. Yeah. But, you know, there are cameras that move around. There are laser things that you have to stop. I'm not Sound sure at this sensors. point. There's there's 50 levels in this game, and I've only gotten through, I think, the first 20. Neat. But, yeah, no, it's it's a lot of it's it's a lot of trial and error sort of thing sometimes. But, yeah, God, oh, the, the music's annoying. It's just, you know, that's just, oh, you're... Uh, you can use the keyboard or the mouse to move around, but the problem is your guy does not really stop on a dime. He, you know, he glides a little bit afterwards. Yeah. So, you know, there's sometimes where you think you were in the right position, but you, you know, your guy just moved a little bit beyond and he got caught and you had to start over. The music also randomly cycles through different types of music that are not anywhere similar to each other so it's like oh god i have to start over and then you know i don't like this music so that makes it even worse it's just oh this is literally a controller throwing game if it had a controller but it doesn't it has a keyboard yeah keyboard for the next 50 years (laughs) it's just oh it's mm. (laughs) i'm sorry andy can you can you make that sound again Mm. it's it's what (laughs) it's a frankenstein yes it's it makes <laughs> andy angry andy smash yeah that no it's just it, oh god it's just so it's mm. just still waiting I, i'm waiting for words frustration Your words frustration okay there we go it's it's like the super hexagon thing of frustration where it's just like oh but i i like that frustration in super hexagon because every time you last longer it it makes it feel like you've accomplished something super hexagon is a fair game it it never like seeks out to to trick you it's not like oh this way was clear and now it's not ah ha ha like it is just entirely skill-based well, this one would probably be along those lines, it, but it's it's that whole twitch mentality sort of puzzle game is, that I... Is this a puzzle game where, like, if you actually just slowed down, it would be easier? No. There are certain levels was... where you have to move, and you have to keep moving, 
Okay, because I was the- looking at, at a video of one of the levels. I'm like, wow, this guy keeps getting caught, but that's because he's not taking his time. No, some of the later levels, I watched some of the videos, like you you have to, you know, do this correctly. Without stopping. Yes. Okay. And, and no surprise there are, the the achievements are, you know, you just have to beat the 50 levels. Yep. Well, should, hold on, let me look at the global achievement stats. Uh, 5.6% of all players have beat the first level. And 1.8% have uh, actually escaped the whole 50 levels. So there seems to be a drop-off on this thing here. Yeah. Oh, it's just... Ah. (laughs) I'm sorry I'm not, but it's, you know, it's... I tried playing it, you know, I beat the first 510 levels, then things started getting difficult, so I had to take a break from it before I broke something, and I came back to it, and then it was just more frustration. It's just... I like puzzle games, but I like slow puzzle games. Fast ones are not, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a Twitch gamer anymore. It's just, no. But you could sell games through Twitch TV. Yes, I know. I mean, like, you know, I'm not good with the fast reaction things. There. Those, I, I those, those are the things that. that frustrate me where, you know, you have to, like the Guitar Hero sort of thing, where you have to, you have to have the reflexes to physically, you know, keep up with the game. There was uh, Burnout. One of the burnout games I was playing, it was like the last level was, this thing was like six minutes long. It was around the outside edges of one of the biggest maps, and you had an F1 car, and you basically had to go all out on that F1 car around the whole track in order to beat the time. You crash once, good, nope, not going to work. You got to, you got to basically got to start over. And that one was just one of those frustrating things where you just basically, it's just rote memorization and twitch control to keep yourself, you know, in line. And I don't like it. But if you were a fan of twitchy games, it's literally only $2 or you could pick both of them up for three. So it's cheap. It's got, (laughs) it's got, um, trading cards as well Mm. well i will have to see for myself about this twitchiness and frustration just so you know most of the reviews are negative yep not surprising the uh random topic random topic rolled ahead of time if you had to become a catholic monk what order would you join uh the catholic one are there orders of Catholic monks? That's that's my uh... Catholic lists of Catholic orders and congregations. Um, monastic orders, mendicant orders. I I I don't know. I don't know what orders there are. Ooh, here we are. Mendicant orders. The order. God damn it! They're all in Latin. <laughs> It's gonna be like the Ordo Ordo Augustinian See, uh, fuck. Uh, I I don't know. I need a better list of Catholic orders. Catholic religious order, religious orders, Catholic hierarchy. Uh, what is the difference between religious orders? Monastic orders of monks and nuns in major religions. Roman Catholic ones. Uh, Roman Catholic. I don't know. Probably none of the above. Like, I, 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 I'd go with the Order of Leibowitz. <laughs> Just because of the name? No, because it's a good order from a, a science fiction book. Oh, well, that's, that's not... About as likely as me ending up in a Catholic order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Dave had to join a Catholic monk. I'd be like... What happened? Yeah, something bad happened. Are we, are we pulling, like, a sister act sort of thing here? Right. So that's that's the thing. Like I'm going with the the like, if this is happening, something has clearly gone wrong. So I will go with the fictional Order of Leibowitz, which was a a order of monks dedicated to the preservation of technology and science. It's actually the the book I'm probably going to recommend for book club if I ever get to recommend a book for book club. Well, you got to come to book club in order to recommend a book for book club. I'm planning on going to book club. I already read this month's book. As did I. I read it last month. Yep. <laughs> Kate hasn't started it yet. She'll, it's a fast read. She'll get through it in no time. I think she tried reading it before and didn't finish it, so... Okay. <laughs> so many so many books, so little time. Yep. God, I don't know. The earliest monastic settlements in Ireland. Yeah, that's the other thing, though, is um, I'm married, which I don't think monks can be... So I'm not going to be um, happy. Can you? I, I think you can be married. Uh, well, I'm, I might be thinking of priests, right? Priests can be married, but not. They have to be celibate. 
Which also I probably wouldn't be against. Wouldn't be against. You wouldn't be against being celibate? No, I would be against, yes. No, there you right. go. There yeah. we go. Let's Double try negative. That again. I wouldn't be against. Uh, the East, Eastern Orthodox, Oriental Orthodox, and Eastern Catholic churches, while allowing married men to be ordained, do not allow clerical marriages after ordination. So you can be previously married. You yes. just can't get married. Yes. Married priests in these churches cannot be further ordained as bishops. So you can get married and you'll be stuck as a priest, but you cannot work your hierarchy up. So there cannot be a married pope. Uh, that might actually not be true. Because technically, being pope is not working your way up the hierarchy. Well, popes come from the bishops, right? No. No? Popes are chosen by the cardinals. Which I think is, what, the step above bishops? Yes, but they are chosen by the cardinals. Well, how does one become a cardinal? By being a bishop. (laughs) No, Andy, the point you're missing is the pope is chosen not from the cardinals, but by the cardinals. The pope can be anyone. The pope did not have to previously be any, uh, any part of that hierarchy. Now, like 99% of the time they have been and probably 100% of the time going forward they will be but the Pope just has to be well yeah Jesuit 1960-1992 Bishop 92-2001 to Cardinal 2001-2013 to Pope 2013 to present that's Pope Francis yeah. yeah I'm saying most of the time it is I'm saying it doesn't have to be Pope Benedict was an Archbishop oh dear God do you want me to find you the thing that explains this no I'll find it somewhere here, wrap up the, the cast and go watch that. <laughs> yeah, how to become Pope. Okay. What requirements must you have? Be a Catholic and be a man. That's it. So what, you know, what monastic order would I join of the Catholics? I don't know. Yep, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.